Almost everyone seems to be afraid of love nowadays. I was reading this book called When You're Ready, This Is How You Heal by, oh, the author's first name is Brianna. I'm not sure her last name, but I'll put it in the show notes. And she was just talking in the most poetic way about how so many of us are living half-hearted lives. We don't say everything that we want to say to people, and we keep so many of our desires and dreams hidden from other people. And there's so many times when we'll have something beautiful that we want to say to someone, or we'll have something that we could say that we know could make a big impact on someone, but we don't say it because we're all so worried about how other people will perceive us. And our ego has completely gotten in the way of pretty much all the true joy that life has to offer. I mean, almost everything beautiful in this life comes on the other side of uncertainty or on the other side of doing something bold and putting ourselves out there, but we don't do it that often. And I'm not just talking about romantic love, although that is definitely a big thing nowadays. So many guys are afraid to approach girls because they're afraid of getting rejected. And I know so many girls even who won't even express minor interest in guys. And I used to kind of be that way because I do traditionally believe that men are supposed to make the big moves when it comes to initiating relationships or like romantic connections with females just because it's in men's biological nature to chase. But I think that sometimes even girls are afraid to show minor interests like maybe complimenting a guy or just telling him that he's good at something. We don't really compliment each other as much as we used to. And maybe we never did, but I remember growing up, I used to hear compliments being exchanged way more often. And nowadays, as I said, I feel like putting ourselves out there isn't just with romantic love, it's also with everything. Every connection we have with people, every opportunity we have, we're all so afraid of love. And I know that that sounds crazy to say, how can we be afraid of love when almost everyone wants to feel loved? That's the issue. That is actually the issue. Almost everyone wants to feel loved, and we're afraid of not receiving that love. So a lot of us will chase away any opportunity at having love in our lives because we're so afraid that if we have that opportunity, either we'll get rejected or we'll mess it up. And that was something that took me a long time to realize. Because this even comes to play in perfectionism. You know, perfectionists, they want to do a perfect job on everything that they start. And in a way, this may seem good because they're always putting their best foot forward. And I am a perfectionist and it's worked well for me in a lot of ways. But at the same time, sometimes when I have opportunities, I don't take them because I'm afraid of taking that beautiful opportunity and messing it up or not doing an exemplary job. We're always obsessed with this idea of having to do everything perfectly, having to always be outstanding. But when you think about it, the art that is shown in museums is rarely ever the type of art that you'll see in someone's home. 
And that was an excerpt from the book that I linked below that will really, really stand out to you. We think that we have to be some sort of perfect creature or we have to be legendary in everything that we do in order for it to matter. And especially when it comes to connections with other people, we think that we have to just be completely either physically breathtaking or have the perfect personality in order to be loved by other people when that isn't actually the case. And so many of us will actually use insecurity as a coping mechanism because we're afraid of love. And insecurity plays a role in relationships, friendships, even opportunities. And I'll boil down each one of these. In relationships, or when you're thinking of being interested in someone, when there's some sort of romantic connection going on, a lot of us will feel insecure. Like, let's say we like someone sometimes we'll start to think of the other options they have. Let's say you like a guy and you see him talking to another girl. A lot of us become insecure and we start to wonder whether we measure up to other people. We start to pick ourselves apart and think about all the reasons why someone might not pick us. Instead of thinking of all the reasons why someone would pick us, we're essentially afraid of love. And not just love from other people, but we're also afraid of love from ourselves. Because so many of us don't actually know what it means to show ourselves love. Because when we're interested in someone, we so often, instead of approaching it from this perspective of, I wonder if they're actually a good fit for me, I wonder if they're actually what I need, we approach it from a perspective of, I wonder if I'm good enough for them. Or I wonder if they could ever like someone like me. So that's how insecurity can start to play a role in relationships. And we'll start to not only chase away love from other people, because we think that they're going to reject us before we even give them the opportunity to get their decision. Literally, we don't even give it a chance. So often we just say, oh, well, you know, there's no chance of anything happening there. And we'll just blow people off and we'll decide to not express interest in people when we actually don't know that things wouldn't have worked out. And in this sense, we're also afraid to love ourselves, as I said, because we're constantly thinking of how we don't measure up instead of thinking of all the ways that we do measure up. And in friendship, this can also be a big thing. The same dynamic goes on. We wonder whether we're good enough for people, whether we measure up. We so often only consider the needs of other people. We so often only ask about other people. And I realized that there was a friendship that I had for a very long time. You know, someone who I still love, you know, They'll always be important to me. It was a wonderful friendship. Well, not really, but (laughs) it was a friendship I really was attached to. And I remember it was always kind of about the other person, though. And I liked having them in my life so much just because I liked them for who they were, you know? You know, we had some good memories together, but I realized 
they never asked about me. And it was like one day I got home from school and I realized, you know, we have such deep conversations sometimes and it feels like we can talk about anything, but they only really want to talk when they're talking about themselves. And sometimes I believe that because we're afraid of love, we will only attach ourselves to people who don't show us the love that we deserve. And a lot of us have a hard time letting go of friendships because we're actually afraid of love. And I know that seems crazy to say, but so many of us will stay in situations where we're not getting the respect and the treatment that we deserve because we're actually afraid of receiving that treatment. You may not realize it, but the only reason you'd stay in situations where you're not being loved and cared for is because you believe deep down that you're not ready to be loved. Maybe you believe that you don't deserve love. That's a really deep thought, but that's usually what it boils down to. And finally, when it comes to opportunity, we also have a fear of love. And not love from other people this time, but actually loving our lives. So many of us don't allow ourselves to love life. I don't know why. Because loving life is pretty much the only thing we can do if we want to be happy. We only have one life, yet we spend so much of it always wishing for things to be different. I mean, every single stage of our life is always like a race to get to the next one. You know, you go to school... You're in elementary school, everything is great, but everyone's always wishing that they could be in middle school, that they could grow up, that they could start to go to school dances, and so you get to middle school. And then everyone's still wanting to grow up. Now they want to go to high school, they want to be able to drive. You get to high school, you're a freshman, you still can't drive, but you're at least in high school. And now you're always wanting to be able to drive. You want to be able to go out and do things with your friends. Then you get your driver's license at like 16. And all of a sudden you want to be 18. You want to be an adult. And you turn 18 and you all of a sudden want to go to college. You think that once you get out of high school, everything's going to change and you're going to have the freedom that you need to really enjoy life, but then you're going to get to college and then all of a sudden you want to be done with school. You want to go ahead and get a job. And so you'll kind of skate by those years of your life wanting a job. You'll get a job. And then all of a sudden you're tired of working. You want to retire. And then once you retire, a lot of people realize that they've spent their entire life, always wishing for the moment to be different and not really realizing that all the joy there was to be had in life was in those moments where they were always wishing for something to be different. A lot of people will go their entire lives before they realize that enjoying the present moment is the only way we can ever really feel true joy. They'll be 80 before they actually realize that this moment is really all we have 
And nothing external is actually going to make you feel happy. You have to allow yourself to feel love for life. You have to allow yourself to feel that happiness, but so many of us don't. And I'll admit, even I get caught in the trap of always waiting and sometimes thinking that things will be better when X day hits or when I graduate. Yeah, of course, when I graduate, everything's going to be perfect because I can move to another state and meet new people and probably have a lot of fun, you know, exploring a new state and doing adult things. But, you know, that's not actually going to change everything. Because usually when those changes happen, and when we enter a new stage of our life, yes, we're happy, and change is good and change feels so good, but it's usually only a matter of time before we go back to where we were before in terms of happiness. It's actually called the happiness baseline, and you can look it up if you want to know more about it. But we do normally go back to a resting happiness point. And no matter how much change we make, usually we'll find some way to bring ourselves back down to our happiness base point. And that can be scary, and I do believe that your happiness base point can be raised. But a lot of us, instead of just finding a way to love where we are in this moment, even though it may seem mundane, we're wasting all of our life. Every single moment, we're always thinking that we're not really there yet. It's crazy. We spend so much time thinking that we're just waiting for X event to happen. We're just waiting to graduate. We're just waiting to graduate from college or get a job And then life will actually start. We're waiting to get married and meet the love of our lives. And then, you know, that's when life is actually going to be good for us. But we never stop to consider that maybe there's a lot of beauty in where we are right now. Because we're afraid of loving our lives. We don't give ourselves the permission to. And it's really scary to think about how our fear of love is completely keeping us from so many things that would make us happy. As I said, relationships. We're so afraid of love, we never tell people when we're interested in them. We're so afraid to point out the beauty in other people. I made a reel about this once on Instagram. Um, If you want to check it, I'm not sure if I'll be posting as much on it anymore because I've actually found that I like writing a lot more than making short-form videos, and I also like long-form videos, like, which is why I'm making this today, a lot more than short-form videos. But I posted a reel talking about how we're all so afraid to give compliments. Like, sometimes I'll be in the hall at school, and I'll see someone with a beautiful outfit, Or I'll just see someone looking really pretty, and I'll just want to say, you look so pretty today, but I'm afraid to, because nowadays that's perceived as weird. We are so afraid of love as a society that we get offended and we call it creepy when people show interest, and that's not always the case. I know that there are some situations when people are genuinely being creeps, but... 
Nowadays, I've talked to so many guys and they've told me that they're afraid to give girls compliments because they don't want to be labeled as a creep. And how sad is that, that well-intentioned guys who want to actually be chivalrous and kind and loving towards females are too afraid to do so because we live in a society where showing love towards other people has been deemed creepy and weird. That's just so sad to me. Because I know personally, if a guy, you know, normal guy, not like an actual creep, came up to me on the street and told me that I was beautiful, it would make me feel good. Like, I would feel happy. I wouldn't get offended by that. But so many people are afraid to do that. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's because society has made it where we're all being told to be heartless. It's now cool to be toxic and to ghost people, to leave people on red. I keep seeing TikToks on my For You page from girls saying something along the lines of like, I'm mature because instead of typing out paragraphs to people, I just delete them and move on. And... To me, look, I do understand the importance of not overgiving to people who don't love you and aren't willing to reciprocate that energy. But if it's like, if you're having a conflict with someone, right, and this has never happened before, you don't know that they're not going to reciprocate the energy. And if sending a paragraph is what you really want to do, If you really just want to tell them everything, I think that you should do it. Because at the end of the day, even if they don't respond to your paragraph, I know a lot of people are not sending these paragraphs and they're not communicating because they're afraid of communicating and then being shot down or having someone tell them that they don't care about the paragraph. But... Sending a paragraph, now that I think of it, is one of the most beautiful things in the world. Because either way, either A, you let them know everything that you feel and you give them at least an opportunity to act on that and to communicate back with you and to fix things with you. Or B, they don't respond well or they don't reciprocate and now you at least know that you can move on. But if you don't even communicate with people in the first place, you don't allow either option to happen. So then you just end up both not having what you want out of the situation and also, like, just keeping yourself glued to the situation. Because if the best case scenario were to happen, it would be beautiful and you would be so glad that you sent the paragraph or made the move on someone, or took an opportunity. But even if the worst-case scenario happens, you can at least move on because you now have a concrete reason to move on. But when you don't send the paragraph or make the move, you don't actually have a concrete reason to move on because you haven't experienced any sort of rejection. So often I find that when we don't communicate, it actually ends up being more harmful for us 
You know, we think that not sending paragraphs and being heartless and not telling people how we feel will keep us safe and will protect us. And yes, it will protect our egos because we don't have to experience any sort of rejection, but it doesn't actually protect our hearts because our hearts are now still glued to something because we haven't allowed ourselves to express what we feel. We're essentially taking what our heart feels and telling ourselves that we don't trust ourselves, which is so sad to me because I realized that for so much of my life, I've been living in a way where I don't trust myself and I don't allow myself to feel things. And when I do feel things, sometimes I've fed into that societal advice that we should just push things aside and be the cooler person and not communicate and, you know, say as little as possible when you're talking to guys, don't be emotional, um, you know, and I just wish that I hadn't followed that advice. I really wish that I hadn't, you know, within the past year, I would say like starting, mm, Starting 2022, I started to become an open communicator and really just tell people how I feel, even if it's scary. And even if it has the possibility to result in me getting rejected or hurt, I usually do it anyways. And I've salvaged so many friendships, so many broken connections with other people just because I've started showing up with courage and communicating. So many of us are so afraid of love, we don't even give ourselves a shot to have the best case scenario. We won't even do the thing to begin with. We reject ourselves before we give anyone else the chance to. And we keep ourselves from so many beautiful opportunities, all because we're so afraid of something going wrong. But if we made a habit of regularly opening our lives up to love, you know, both loving other people and falling in love with life, then rejection wouldn't be so painful because we'd constantly be allowing new opportunities and new people into our lives. I hope you get what I mean. Like, if you're free and you feel free to show love to other people, so you compliment almost everyone that you see, you're always telling people, you know, as soon as you like them, you tell them that you're interested. Whenever something goes well in your life, or even when things don't go well in your life, you always show gratitude and you always have a good attitude as well. You're going to have so much more abundance in your life that when you do get any sort of rejection, it's not going to rock your world. If you shoot a hundred shots in basketball and you miss two or ten, it's not going to be half as painful as if you only shoot one shot in a basketball game and miss it. Because it's just not going to sting as much if you normalize rejection and realize that it's a regular part of life. But with every opportunity, there's either the chance for the best case scenario to happen or the case for rejection, and both of which are way, way better than never giving yourself a chance for either. Because rejection is still better than not giving yourself a chance at all, because at least with rejection, now you're redirected towards something better. But when we don't give ourselves a chance and when we're so afraid of love, 
that we don't ever tell people how we feel or take opportunities that we really like that speak to our soul, then we end up being in this horrible middle zone where our lives are mundane, but we never really feel satisfied with them. All of our relationships are kind of so-so. We don't feel deep connections with anyone because we don't allow ourselves to communicate and build those connections. And we end up dying having lived one of the most average lives of all time. The only way to live an extraordinary life is by opening yourself up to the idea of love. And always, both with people and just loving your life. Loving opportunities, you know, showing yourself love. That's the secret.